Hey everybody, Gressel here. Thank you so much for listening to the season four finale of D&D&D. It means so much to me and the whole cast that you guys have stuck with us for 146 episodes plus bonus episodes, four incredible seasons, four wonderful years. Uh, We really, really appreciate it. I can't express the gratitude enough. I'm so grateful to be able to tell this story and uh, that it means something to you guys to to listen to it for this long. Uh, So thank you again for that. Uh, We're going to do a couple announcements here off the top, a couple of ads, and then uh, you will get an hour and a half of a really incredible episode we're all really proud of, uh, totally uninterrupted. So uh, without any further delay, we'll get to it. First of all, next week, uh, September 22nd, there will be no new episode. We'll be taking the week off after completing the season. Uh, and then we will get back into it on September 29th with our D&D&D&D discussion episode, the fourth discussion episode that we have done. If you have questions about Season 4 or about the show, you can email them to us at dndndpod at gmail.com with the subject line dndndnd4. And we might answer your question on the show. Make sure you get those into us by Friday, September 24th. Uh, if you have a question, be sure to email it to us at dndndpod at gmail.com by Friday, September 24th. We will be recording the discussion that weekend, and uh, we want to make sure that if you have a question, we have a chance to look at it. So, uh, again, no new episode, the 22nd. Get your questions in by the 24th, and the discussion episode will be released on the 29th. You're not going to want to miss that discussion episode either, because we are going to have a major announcement about the short-term future of the show. Uh, We're going to be trying something a little bit different here between seasons. Uh, We've done bridge episodes. We've done table for twos. uh, We did that one shot uh, over at the beginning of uh, the pandemic. But uh, we're going to be trying something a little bit different this time, uh, and we'll be talking all about it uh, on the uh, 29th. So do not miss the discussion episode. Uh, Really excited to uh, tell you all about what we have planned. It's going to be something really fun, uh, and I uh, can't wait to get into it. Check out Beth's shop, bethbyrad.shop, radshop.cool, for all of her incredible artwork available for purchase. Uh, we, will, we will soon be launching a new uh, merch store, uh, so check out our Twitter, at Pod on Twitter, uh, for uh, announcements regarding that coming up soon. Uh, so there will be some new merch uh, items available very shortly. We've got a Patreon, patreon.com slash dndndpod for some cool rewards. There will be a new t-shirt coming out uh, relatively soon. Beth's going to be uh, working on a new t-shirt design shortly. Really excited for that. We've got some cool ideas we've thrown around uh, and can't wait to see what she comes up with. Her artwork for this show and just in general uh, continues to dazzle, delight, and inspire me. And I love it so much and can't wait to see what she does with the next one. Before we get into it, just want to say thank you again for listening to the show for so long. Uh, It means so much. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to get into the next part of the story with all of you. So thanks again. Rate, listen, tell your friends. You know what to do. Thank you again for listening. Uh, It's it's really great. 
here it is, the season four finale after a couple of ads. Uh, so that'll be it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. I'm a big time tea drinker, and one of my favorite aspects of tea is the ritual, the pouring, steeping, and enjoyment of that first aromatic sip. When it comes to experiencing the magic of tea, there's no more enchanting brew than Bright Witch Tea. Bright Witch comes to us from writer, artist, and tea witch Sarah Louise, who founded Bright Witch Tea to highlight the magic of tea, especially with the hint of edible sparkles that turn every pot into a cauldron of mystic potion. I have to confess that our last recording session started late because everyone was fawning over these incredible teas. Between the sights, scents, and tastes of several varieties, these enchanting concoctions set the tone for a great game and would make a perfect start to your day or a spellbinding wind down for your evening. We all loved the best-selling Blue Moon, a fantastically fruity blend with elderberry, blueberry, raisin, apple, hibiscus, and cornflower, as well as Midnight Cauldron, a delicious black tea blend with sunflower and calendula. And Ritual at Dusk was Chelsea's favorite, featuring magically aromatic cinnamon, ginger, orange, and rubus tea. My personal favorite is Astral Dreams, as I'm a sucker for black tea and lavender. Bright Witch Tea is all about celebrating the small ritual of love, care, and magic that is enjoying a good cup of tea, making it the perfect gift for yourself or the tea witch in your life. Plus, and this is really cool, you get the added bonus of Sarah's ongoing Tea Tales series. What's a good cup of tea without a story to go with it? Join the adventures of Marmalade the Woods Witch and a princess's misadventures in the magical Edenwood Valley, all available at brightwitch.com. So grab a pot and cozy up with Bright Witch. Follow on Instagram and TikTok at Bright Witch Brews and go to brightwitch.com for 15% off with coupon code DD to experience the magic in every cup. Welcome to D&D&D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Gressel. With me today are the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi. fun people. Gressel, I'm so scared. Fun people, yeah, fun people. Gressel, are you going to kill all of us? We're all going to die. Don't kill me, dude. Don't kill us. Our HP's so low, dude. I, um, Don't kill yeah. us, please. I've been on the verge of death for months. I have 18 hit points, no spell slots. No, oh, yeah. How no, many? No, yeah, no I spell have slots is a problem. My like ruin tools are ruined. I don't have my stormtail bow. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, guys. I have cantrips, <laughs> and I have two second level spells, none of which are healing. Oh, well, we're good. All right, Russell, okay, let's, go. let's go. Let's go. Let's roll. Throw a dragon at us, dude. <laughs> then, what if that's how we ended this? It's Morgan. She's standing dragons. right next to us, dude. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but she could be a dragon. Who is she knows? covered? I God, I hope not. Is she covered in cheese goo? Or is no. she clean? No. We'll, she we'll describe what Morgan looks like here in a second. More but yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Her brother's I hot. imagine Morgan being hot. For sure. She's very of course, hot. Yeah. Okay. I think even if she had cheese she's on her, she's hot. like yeah. evil hot. Yeah. No, evil hot's great. I know. That's Chelsea's kind of evil hot. Chelsea's evil hot. Yeah. Me. Yeah. yeah, good. I, I want to be evil. <laughs> That's what I aspire to be. Mike's evil hot on the outside, but then you have what? one. Co- look at him. If you if you look at him, he's got he's got like <laughs> <laughs> Mike's a goofy hot. He, goofy hot. 
Yeah, it's so friendly. It's, yeah, yeah. I think if you have yeah. one conversation with Mike, you're like, oh my God, you're the sweetest of all men. But if I didn't open my mouth. Is that what you're saying? I think you could be evil hot if you never talked. No. I don't know. Your voice mm, is just so rustic hospitality. That's what I said. Never you're talk. You're like a woodsman. Uh, it, there's no world in let which me, this fantasy Let me have my fantasy, guys. <laughs> You're married to a nice guy. Accept it. Oh, no. Yeah. Nice guy. I'm so nice. But not like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's uh, it's finale time. Uh, which is, yeah, you guys are all nearly dead. Yeah, you do you know, no do you, like how you said it's finale time and no one no said one anything reacted. because we're all going to die. Yeah, we're all, <laughs> we're yeah, all it's literally finale time <laughs> for us. None of us have, yeah, like none of us have that many hit points. So something like a very mid tier level, anything could take us I mean, out. Mike already be... passed out after he tried to hold a necklace. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, true. I did. So. Shit. I guess, yes. I, I was like, oh, the food, I, I did make food today, but it's not really on theme, but it is. It's the return of Erica's mac and cheese. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw you making it earlier, and I literally went into, she came into the, the office, office and was yeah. like, James, is that for this, or is that just for them? And he was like, you can just ask. <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel weird. <laughs> Yes. I fucking love mac and cheese. It's the return of the mac and cheese from uh, way back season one. I think like the third session or something. Eric is another one of my friends where if we lived together, we would both kill ourselves via food. And so Mike, Mike <laughs> yeah, also. Eric and Mike and Erica Chelsea. And Mike and, yeah, if the, the three of us house. lived together and like had no one there judging us, <laughs> we would find us all dead within and a then week. If Beth and I lived together, we would be dead of stress within a year. Yes. And just yeah. like overworking <laughs> ourselves. Not eating, yeah. working too much. Just like never having anyone to no. be like, hey, maybe spend some time with me. No. <laughs> me, me, Erica, and Mike would die the deaths of royalty from like the 1600s. Yeah. We would all have gout and we would be so happy. <laughs> There'd just be containers be so everywhere. Empty food containers. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Because I, no, Mike I like to clean. I think, we would, I think we would all keep a nice And that's the scary here. part is we'd keep a tidy home, but we would die of just yeah. <laughs> eating too many sweets. We yeah. just come It'd be over like one seven. day. It's like, what happened here? There's no fingerprints anywhere. <laughs> we just, they got, they gave themselves scurvy. Like, what the fuck? Well, that's work. <laughs> <laughs> this would be good content. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Epic. Yeah, like food fail. My husband died of scurvy. <laughs> 3 a.m. challenge. And I guess in this scenario, Gressel is just off in the woods by himself. Yeah, Gressel's doing all right. I, yeah, I, clearly I'm the one keeping the wheels on everything. It's yeah. <laughs> the glue. A scenario where I'm in the woods by myself, that's all right. I could... No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. where the three of them, the three of them are uh, together and then Beth and I are just working on stuff. Mm-hmm. Gressel's like, this is my opportunity to <laughs> just retire dis- from society. Just disappear. <laughs> Finally. I have time to read to... all my books. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> In my if final only. years of living, like if I'm old and I'm like, I know for sure I don't have much time left because I'm this old. I can't wait to just get like whatever. I'm just going to eat all the food I want. You know, like <laughs> enjoy. I might try heroin. Like, let's go. <laughs> like Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, I'm just going to go. Yeah, go for it. I had that conversation in like a meet and greet in high school. Like a bunch of choir girls got together. We were like, let's, let's ask each other questions to get to know each other. And one of those was like, you have one day to live. What do you do? And I was every like, drug. hard drugs. Yeah, yeah. Like every and drug. All of the girls were like, we don't want to hang out with you. You're scary. Yeah. 
What, what was their answer? Like, hug my family? I Bullshit. Th- yeah, yeah. Go talk to my Dude, loved you ever hug your family on drugs? Yeah, like, <laughs> like DMT hugging my family and it's the last day. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Get more creative. I did a similar thing in college where my meet and greet question was, if you were to be executed, how would you want to be executed? Ooh. And it was so funny because even a way asking question. that question is an interesting tell of like what kind of people I'm with. Because people I feel like I want to hang out with are the ones who are like really into that question. <laughs> I'm like, the ones who, oh, yes. I, who I think I'm like, I don't know if we'll get along because are like offended by that question. That instantly is a tell of like, OK, I know you know where this person's boundaries are a uh, firing squad by the yeah, way if that question blindfolded and i'm smoking a cigar if that question doesn't <laughs> unlock all of the possibilities that brings with it then yeah i'm not interested in talking um, to you anymore my friend carrie's answer by the way is she wants to be dressed up as a seal and thrown into the ocean and flung around by a shark oh like, my god which i think is unique she loves sharks she That's does love why. sharks a lot i'm very into the firing squad idea you yeah. get like an expert shark. you're you're out so quick yep. and i doubt yeah like i said i want a cigar and i want a red silk blindfold yep this is such a bad conversation to be having right before we go into this battle with morgan <laughs> <laughs> all our headspace is gonna be like well we're ready to die now it's the best way to die remind us of how we got to our situation and what our current situation is yes i will do that uh you <laughs> how did you get to your current situation well an old lady offered you some candy <laughs> um a long time ago no uh in the immediate past what happened was you returned from the elemental plane of air through a uh, portal to middleton after the realm started to collapse upon themselves when kerflipia the dominant dragon of the moon was not supposed to be in that uh realm of existence flax weird spell brought her there because of just the way the magic works uh you had no way of knowing that you're welcome everybody you're welcome thank, thank you. you but you're go- you're back now you're back now and marjorie is back after uh her encounter and conversation with kerflipia as well as uh the moon herself very briefly now back in the sky through the convergence of all the different realms, we're able to find your way to the prison room where Yanathan and presumably Morgan had been keeping uh, the beings you affectionately refer to as the moms. Marjorie, while in control of Kerflippe, was able to break through Kerflippia, sorry, uh, was able to break through the ice wall and free the moon goddess uh, after it was weakened by Fletch. Uh, with the aid of Eagle Strike, also known as the Zaldorian Sword, one of the gifts for the Earthadar. All of us start writing that down. Uh, I'm pretty sure that has been discussed on air. That's if probably not, why that's not spoiler. writing it down. Zaldorian Sword? Yes, with an X. Of course it fucks, dude. Z yeah, is not Z. fantasy enough for you, Z. Z is if we're in sci-fi. Yeah, Z is more sci-fi. All right, I guess X-A-B-B-A-S. What's X-Files then? <laughs> Zabbis? <laughs> Gabbis. Zabbis. Gabbis. Xabbis. Xabbis. X gonna give it to you. Z is gonna keep it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you return to Middleton. Uh, you fell through the portal, uh, slammed onto some snow. It, it is snowing now. Mm-hmm. And then you found the tear kerflipia's tear the 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 amulet inside of the weight of middleton which was some long calcified cheese um, <laughs> yeah. cheese can calcify cheese. no 
<laughs> I don't think so. I don't think it can uh, uh, petrify the way that this did in real life, but whatever. Uh, this magic cheese did. Well, I hope someone got fired for that blunder. Marjorin and Zabbis together freed the tear from the cheese. Only Marjorin can pick this thing up. Oh, yeah. The- ah, do I give it to her? Do I give it to her? Do I just give it to her? Guys, just- it's been two weeks since we recorded and I can't <laughs> make that decision. And she- now it's now I mean, we're she here. Won't be able to lift it theoretically. Theoretically. But she's Morgan and she has plot armor. Every night. <laughs> she does have very strong plot armor. Every night that for the past. gestured grandly in my direction. <laughs> Every night for the past two weeks, Beth has gone to sleep thinking, do I give, her- do I give it to do her? Do I give it to yeah, her? I've woken up to her. Really? <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. Am I X or M I C? Um, yeah, I don't know because it fucked me up. I got hurt. Yeah, it yes. killed Mike. It yep. killed Mike. That's killed right. Not Fletch yeah. briefly. It knocked. It it did not Fletch out briefly, but then he was revived by the the good berry bush that grew next to his head when he fell. Oh, that was wasn't that Jane, didn't Fleck? Uh, oh yeah, Flack. Flack did cast cure wounds, yes. but there was a there. Thank you. There was and gotcha. is. A good berry bush nearby. Yes. Noted. <laughs> it's <laughs> harvested. <laughs> you were discussing what to do with the tear when it was revealed that Morgan has appeared amongst you in the oh. crowd at Middleton. There was another celebration just before this moment in uh, celebration of the, the boon of Middleton, <laughs> the giant dagger that Flack brought with him from the elemental plane of air that the storm giant had gifted him that Thran and Cran have taken as a gift. <laughs> oh my god. They uh, were celebrating. Everybody was uh, really happy and then uh, Morgan showed up and said uh, please give me the thing. She didn't say please. No, she didn't. She doesn't. No. She well, do you have. remember the line specifically, Meech? Just listen to it. Yes. You should give it to me. I believe that's what it was. <laughs> the question remains uh, oh, that laugh was telling Fuck. the question remains what happens now so let's get back into it season four finale time um whether this is is the true true finale or if it's multiple parts whatever but this is it we're calling this the the end of season four let's do it you look around after you hear her voice the scene in the town square at middleton the Big scales, not far away, although now uh, balanced and empty on both sides. Uh, The weight of Middleton no longer holding down one of the plates. The townsfolk are all assembled in the square, uh, having been drawn by Thran and Cran to celebrate the boon, the large dagger, sword, knife that was a gift from the Storm Giant. In amongst the crowd, though, in addition to the uh, Middletonians in their winter fair, now you see and you notice something that you didn't before in all in amongst all the revelry while you were being crowd surfed and all these things there are many figures in big cloaks uh not Aww. just winter clothing one of these cloaks stands before marjorie not far away from her just a few feet in front of her face uh and throws back the hood revealing morgan after she said you should give it to me she doesn't appear 
physically affected by the massive uh, shot of icy breath weapon that she was hit with by Kerflipia. Her blonde hair still cascades over her shoulders. Her fiery red eyes still burn. The other cloaks do not yet reveal themselves. They are still shrouded in mystery. A soft snow falls across the town. It is nighttime. It is probably... Not too late, between 9.30 and 11.30 p.m.-ish. The moon is in the sky. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, we did that! This is the scene before you. Marjorie. you have the tear. You can hold it. No one else has been able to hold this. Morgan reaches out her hand, stretching it towards you. It seems as though to give you an opportunity to fulfill your jest and give her the tear... Although you don't understand why you, I guess, why you would do that. (laughs) Um, But this is the scene before you. She has her, you know, her military-like uniform on. You You can see, looking at her, she's stretching one hand out, and underneath the cloak on that side of her hip is coiled her fire whip. Her other hand you can't see immediately. She is looking intently at you. The rest of you are scattered, you know, around Marjorie or Raid nearby. There is the Goodberry bush that sprouted near Fletch's head after he had fallen. Of course, the crowd of Middletonians and Thran and Cran at the center. What do you do? I feel like a flash mob's about to happen. <laughs> I grab a bunch of those berries, pop them in my mouth. <laughs> yes, you can. I love that you had to put this here. Because our dumbasses are just going to die. So what does the weight of Middleton look like? The weight of Middleton looks like a about two and a half, three inch silver teardrop. Oh, it's tiny. That is attached to a silver chain that is not short. It would hang on a an adult human man just below the collarbone. Uh, so there's some slack to it. Uh, it's, yeah, about that big. It feels in your hand, Marjorie, you can feel that it has uh, an appropriate amount of weight that a silver object of this size would have. Uh, it does not have, as far as you can tell, uh, it does not have any kind of markings or other ornamentation on it. It's a smooth silver teardrop shape. Is it uh, covered in cheese goo, as I am? No, it is clean. You are covered in cheese goo. It's clean. It is clean. Is it like a like a cut stone or is it like raw? Like a crystal? Or is it like really perfectly cut? It's it's definitely forged silver. Oh, that's right. It's silver. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah. I'm just mad because it's a tear. It's like crystally, but silver. Flack, roll a D8. Four. You are healed four hit points. You grab four berries, you eat them. Wait, I want, oh my I gosh, want. yeah, I also <laughs> Marjorie and Morgan are having this st- stand on like, uh, Roll D8s, you guys mm, Hit points Let me see One <laughs> You get one, you grab one <laughs> Just a lot of, uh, you grab the, you grab like the same part of branch that Flack just stripped off of <laughs> There's only one left Not the brightest Uh, two You get two Great Everything in Marjorie's guts are screaming, like, don't give this to her. Don't do it. I mean, I have that vibe also. Don't do it. It's too... No. So, I'm going to sleight of hand 
and try to give her instead my Thieves Guild medallion, which is an equal size medallion necklace to this tier. Roll sight of hand. Okay. <laughs> Let's get that nat 20. Dude, that's going to be one of the hardest sleight of hand I know. I'm standing right in front boss. of her. Uh, I'm shaking. Present, I'm shaking. Rolling this dice. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Hey, 27? Oh, wow. A 19. <laughs> oh, you got a 19. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. Wow. 27, dude? Russell. Should, can I tell you kind of what's in yes, my brain? Yes, 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 please. Um, I... Marjorie knows Morgan's sharp. Marjorie knows that she's not going to be like, this is the tear, ha-ha, <laughs> run away and, like, leave us alone. But Marjorie doesn't know if Morgan has some kind of, like, an idea of what to do to kind of uh, counteract this weight thing. Like, I'm not going to underestimate this woman. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing is I want to give her this medallion and see, pay close attention to what she does when she receives it to see if there is a way that she is trying to manipulate the medallion to be able to carry it. What's the gimmick? Mm-hmm. Oh, like if she's expecting it to be really heavy right. or something. That's interesting. Okay. So that's what I'm paying attention to. With play fear in her eyes, Marjorie's going to uh, stutter, swap out the medallion in her pocket and grab her, her very special, by the way, Thieves Guild medallion. Mm-hmm. And hand it closed fist over to Morgan. Uh, when you you are successful in swapping them in your hands, yeah, um, you you do this in such a way that uh, nobody notices, including Morgan, as far as you can tell, nobody notices the swap. You know, I, I I'm imagining that like Marjorie, knowing how emotional this thing is, would like bring it close to her to try to make the you know like instead of to, to kind of play up that like indecision Mm -hmm. as you reach your hand back out to morgan's outstretched hand she grabs yours oh nice is it nicer it's not nice no no no. (laughs) suddenly she's like i've always loved you (laughs) march no uh it is not nice it's very forceful it is a forceful grab and she digs her hands in ow ow and you can feel her you know the nails and the the strength that she has in her arm she grabs your wrist and she laughs uh, and she says, I know I would never be able to carry this. How foolish do you think I am? And she brings out her other arm that you guys could not see from behind her cloak. And she holds up a very, very dark crystal object that starts to glow a purple dark light. And it bubbles out from around this object. Not in like a sudden instant. There's a, there's a, a grow to it. It only takes a couple seconds, but it, it, it grows out from this light. And all the while she's laughing and she has you restrained, Marjorie, by your wrist, your hand still clutched on your uh, Thieves Guild medallion. Yeah. And this bubble of, of dark energy spreads and engulfs the two of you. Oh, no. You hear Morgan's laugh echo louder and louder as this energy circles around both of oh, you. Oh, I'm going to struggle to try to get away. Roll strength. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> We're just eating, eating berries. berries. Dude, if Morgan was smart, you know what I would do if I were Morgan? What? I would be like, yo, I can't carry this weight by myself, but Marjorie can. And so I'd cut off Marjorie's arm and then carry that around oh. while it's holding the weight. That'd be fucking Oh, cool. yeah. How would that work? Well, yeah, sure. Why would that you think work? There are, don't that's, you think- that, that's a little idea for Gressel. I'm just going to toss that out for you. If you want to main margin permanently. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that idea at all. Do that. 
Because I think it'd be neat. He took a dagger and now he's going to take my arm? <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. I mean... I'm just vocalizing okay, what jigsaw. I think would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a killer. Killing is distasteful. Killing is distasteful. <laughs> hey, I rolled a five. Uh, a five is not going to do it. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. A five is not going to do it. You are unable to break free of her grasp and you two are engulfed in this magical energy. There is a echo of Morgan's laughter and then the two of you disappear God. guys all right beth here <laughs> Hello. y'all just stand around this dead berry bush i'm just it's not dead i'm listening nah, it's to what's very lively. going on uh it just seems like chance. maybe all it's right, not well. my place um okay did the the purple like kind of bubbly did that look familiar at all to me hmm. as a as a Magic boy. Roll Arcana. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Uh, There's aspects of the spell that you did find familiar. It was not a teleportation spell. Uh, None of the magical stuff that you saw reads to you in your experience as anything transportational. Um, It was more like a... Like a cloaking? More like a cloaking, like, like somewhere between an invisibility and a... And a movement spell. Maybe that means they're still here. Yeah, like so they're they're. Do, I know for sure they're not in like some other plane. Of- well, that's that's the thing. I would still have a disguise kit, right? You still have a disguise kit. What yes. the fuck do you need a disguise I'm kit? I'm gonna take for out right the now. face paint that I have for a disguise kit and just kind of squeeze it or throw it. However, uh, this paint would be um, contained. I'm going to remove it from its container and put it in the direction of where you guys were, as if you're invisible. Maybe it'll stick on you. Oh. <laughs> That's what Flack does. <laughs> I, my, I have the most disbelief in my eyes right now. <laughs> Your paint hits like an orb. Oh. Just a round orb? Like a round like a sphere? sphere. Yes. Dude, I think they're balls. And I grab them. I grab it. Uh-oh. It's like large. It, it's like the, the sphere that had encompassed them oh. before they disappeared. Mm. Okay. So it's like a big, yeah, like round, like a, like a Zorb ball. I slap it. <laughs> it, it ripples. Whoa! Does it make a noise? It makes a. It ma- does make a fun noise. And uh, there's a moment where the, this this event brings a hush over the crowd, as the three of you. So, uh, is the rest of the crowd confused as to what has just happened? What? Where did these people go? What? What was that energy? All of these questions are being murmured throughout the crowd. And as you are investigating what happened with this bubble, Zabbis learning uh, this was not teleportation magic, and uh, Flack discovering there's something still here. The cloaked figures in the crowd remove their cloaks, revealing more... Morgans? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm Morgan. Um... More bug monsters of <laughs> uh, Toja's oh, henchmen. And uh, Thran and Cran react to this and, and are very concerned, obviously. Um, but there's a bunch of them. There's probably 20 of these monsters who have removed these cloaks and are now trying to push the crowd away to keep this sphere from being uh, interfered with. Um <clears throat> and Thran and Cran call out, and they go, wait, wait, everybody, stop. Stop, what are, what are you doing? Are You are assaulting the people of this town under our control. Are they talking to the bug monsters? They're talking to the bug monsters. Got it. But, before we get with that, inside the bubble, oh. 
Wait, hold on. Uh, uh, Zab has rolled a nat 20 to recognize the magic. I didn't roll a nat 20. I rolled a 19 a dirty, plus oh, a dirty 20. Still, would, would Zabbis have been like, that is a fucking tiny hut? Is that the tiny hut? Is it a tiny hut? Is it a really tiny it's hut? It's not dissimilar. Okay. From I hear a tiny purple. Hut. I hear this orb. <laughs> we're going inside of it. Sounds like a tiny hut to me. The, the, the purple tiny hut was Flax choice. Yeah, and maybe Morgan uh, saw it and thought it was bitching too. <laughs> <laughs> heard heard legends of the purple tiny hut <laughs> breaking so the rules of magic. <laughs> Inside the bubble, Marjorie, you feel though, as far as you are aware, you have been transported somewhere oh, else because great. you are not looking around at Middleton anymore. You are looking around at somewhere uh, completely unfamiliar to you. You are in a kind of starry void. Oh, I don't like it. Uh, on a silver staircase. Stair- ha- partial staircase, partial walkway. It's not like a steep staircase. It's the it intro to like- Kingdom Hearts? It kind of, I suppose. And uh, it's kind of, the, the architecture of this place is kind of Zora-like. It's very, very high pointed arches and uh oh there's structures too there are you're you're on like a bridge of sorts and there is a gateway not far away from you through this gateway you can see what appears to be marjoram probably wouldn't have words for this but you beth and listeners would recognize what is swirling beyond this gateway as galaxy or a nebula something very celestial yeah <laughs> oh my god this this is the biggest day in Marjorie's life <laughs> yeah you you mm-hmm. Marjorie's had a day <laughs> she's so tired and now she's staring at an undescribable nebula galaxy <laughs> yeah well we ate some really good berries yeah oh, she won't forget that second it did. All of that happened within a couple seconds. And now you are in this place and Morgan has that grip upon your hand and she's still laughing and she starts to pull you towards this gateway. I resist with my slippery, cheesy body. <laughs> I'm going to sit down. Okay. Um, you do that and she starts to pull you and she is very frustrated. Let's see if she can. Uh, she can't just like yank you forward. And she's what? Why are you making this harder? I've won. We're here. Come on. You haven't won. You haven't won. You just think you're good. Wait, what? What's the game, Morgan? I need that stupid tear to get th- into the cosmos and access its power. And without that, I won't be able to go through there without getting ripped to ribbons. You think that I am here to help you become a god? I don't care what you're here for. This is, at least you can help me move that stupid thing. Now, come on, let's go. And she pulls you again. I'm not, I'm not moving, Morgan. There's no way. There's no way you could get this heavy little rock to go where you need to go. We can find out if your dead body can still move it. We can't find out anything if that's what's going to happen. We can do this the easy way, and you can live the rest of your life, which presumably from your looks may be not very long. Oh, wow. That's ancient. Get wrecked. And you can live the rest of your life as a subject of mine, or you can be torn to ribbons inside the cosmic void. The choice is yours. What do you think? What? Hmm. Marjorie's like... So tired, it's so dirty, it's so scared, it's so tired again. (laughs) And she doesn't want to die. No. And she doesn't want to 
How, is she heavy? I'm heavy. Like, Mar- Morgan can't move me. Like, she is having difficult yanking you along. Yes, you are. Yeah. You're I, super dense. Yeah, I'm very dense. dense. Slow yeah. center of gravity. Yeah. Dropping to the ground was the smart move. Yeah, she, you just noodle. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's below me? We're on a staircase, right? Uh, yeah, space. There's just nothing there, huh? Uh, I mean, eventually there might be planets. <laughs> oh my things. god! Um, but you're you're very much like it appears that whatever magical device that she's used has given her access to this uh, <laughs> gate. Do I have any magical devices that will give me access to a gate? No. <sighs> you have all of the things on your person, though. No, you you didn't lose anything through this spell. You you just are now in this other place. So you have your your. Any magical items that you had, you have your weapons, you have uh, the bucket gone. Bucket gone. It went out with a bang. Yeah. Nope, I'm not being torn to ribbons today, Morgan. And Marjorie's going to reach into her pocket where she had tucked the stone Mm -hmm. and grab it by the chain. Yep. And swing it out of her pocket and at Morgan's face. Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to whip her at the yeah. side of her head with this oh. immensely heavy stone Smart. that she Ooh. thinks is in my fist. Yeah. yeah. She's not going to see that coming. Oh, I did not. I did oh. not see this coming. <laughs> That's going to be a little meteor flying right through her friggin' dome, yeah. dude. She's going to one-shot Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> we have tried so hard to kill this woman. <laughs> Uh, roll a uh, attack roll. In hell, her head better explode like a watermelon. I want to see an exploding head, dude. <laughs> How would I roll this attack? We roll? demand it. What would you yeah. add to this? Right. Uh, you know what? Add your proficiency bonus, and add okay. Add your proficiency bonus and your wisdom modifier to this. Okay, that's going to be an addition of five. Okay, twenty-one. Twenty-one will get her. Will it? Will Uh it? Will it, you say? Roll a D100 for damage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It could be be 100. (laughs) You reach back uh, and you you whip the tear by its chain. When it is out of your your pockets and things, it's glowing with a brilliant silver light. In this space, it almost appears as as a star. Not like not like the sun, not like a burning ball of gas, but like as you would see a star from from a distance where it's this brilliant, you know, bright light. And you swing it uh, and it has this glow, this very uh, majestic glow about it. And you whip it uh, and you can feel that it uh, almost picks up speed as you as you swing it in a way more than just the physics of that that kind of swing would. Uh, and it catches her in the side of the face. You, you really get a full, just a full face. And you feel a kind of crunch (laughs) when it makes contact. Uh, And she screams and yelps in pain and she spits blood out of her mouth onto this pristine walkway. (laughs) And it splatters across, across the silver. Can I real quick put it back in my pocket without her noticing? No, it's so bright and obvious. It's very, very bright and obvious. <laughs> no, uh, no. no. <laughs> the cat's out of the bag, so to speak. Uh, and she, uh, rem- she, you knock her, her grasp loose. Oh. Uh, you now are separate from each other. And she uh, staggers back. She tries to talk, but she, she can't. She can't. Oh, whoops. She can't. Oh, no. <laughs> whoops. 
Breaker jaw. I think you broke her jaw. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, and she she spits some more blood and she screams again in pain. She just kind of balls up both her fists, reaches them to her sides by her shoulders, and just stares up at the at the at the sky and yells in pain. She pulls her whip from her uh, from her belt and snaps it uh, in the you know to kind of test it, I guess, in the way that whips do, uh, and it lights a flame. And now we're going to go back to Middleton. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> Guys, I, the berry was good, but it could have been better. Yeah, I feel yeah, like, it you was know, good, it was just but not un- great. Yeah. <laughs> Where did it hate you? <laughs> Do you, you? Where's Marjorie? Uh She's inside this thing, and I slap her a couple <laughs> of times. Yeah, it, it kind of ripples and it makes it it makes that noise that like if you smack an exercise ball yeah 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 Yeah. that it where it echoes there's sound within it that echoes yeah i think i I think her and uh morkster went in there i was just so focused on not dying Uh uh-huh i needed that before i could do anything useful so please remember that justification when we inevitably (laughs) get yelled at for this by our dear friend marjorie Uh, as you guys are discussing this, the uh, bug creatures are getting closer to you. Thran and Cran is, tr- is trying to reason with them. It seems that they have zeroed in on one specific creature, and they are trying to speak to them. Graf! Graf, please listen to reason! There is no more Tosh! Tosh has been removed from power! We, we don't have to do this! Thran! Thran, you know that we must do this! This is the way of what we are. We are be- we are following orders. We are we are taking over the valley. This has been our whole reason for existence. No, no, we can find new reasons. We are mayors now. <laughs> <laughs> Good local government is our reason for existence. <laughs> yeah, and I gave you that dope ass dagger, dude. The boon, yes. Perhaps we could bargain. There is no bargain. There is only controlling the valley. The Morgan, the Morgan told us to take control of this town until she was through with her business. Listen, listen, craft? Is that what it is? Did craft. I hear that right? What? Craft. Craft. Craft? Craft. It's a long A. Craft. Craft. Yeah, okay. Craft. Listen, I hear you talking about Morgan. She's in this bubble with our friend. Listen, if I know the little lady who's stuck inside that bubble with her, Morgan ain't coming out. All right. <laughs> that Marge might be a bit of a, a stubborn old lady, but man, is she tough? She's going to kick your boss's ass. So why don't you make yourself on the right side of history and just stop coming at us? And instead, why don't you, uh, you know, run for some lower office <laughs> like Thran and Cran there and help them out with local government? Then you can eat cheese. You can play with that boon. I think it'll work out real well for you. And I cast Charm Person on it. <laughs> <laughs> you say I have more power doing this than working for Morgan. <laughs> right. This is a, uh, uh, a charisma save against your spell save, correct? Uh, no, wisdom it's a save? wisdom. Wisdom save. Yes. Nope, five. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so he regards uh, me and my companions as friendly. Friendly acquaintances. Graf will consider this proposal. Hmm. We don't have a putrid now to lead us. Oh, that Toge guy? Yes. Yeah, Toge we turned him would... into a turtle. 
Right? Oh, yeah. Isn't that what we did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That guy's dead, too. You defeated the Tosh? Yeah. Yeah, we threw him out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is true. It was Flack Tanson and his, his companions who defeated the Tosh. That's right. Flack Tanson and his companions. You guys are free. Yeah. You're free now. The cloaked bug creatures speak to each other in a kind of gross, liquidy, clicking noise. <laughs> and uh, there is much discussion between them. And then <laughs> just die. Uh, I, I love a good juxtaposition. Um, uh, there's much discussion between them. Uh, and eventually Kraft returns uh, and he says, Wow, then I, then I guess by rights you get to challenge for the putrid. What? Oh, oh what? my god. What? You want to flag the putrid? I think he already won, so you technically are. You defeated the putrid. Yeah, I, d- I did. You you have the right to challenge for putrescence. Oh. What, would, what would I have to challenge? What would the challenge be? I hope Marge is okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is important, though. You must do something to prove your putridity. I have a good, have a good idea. What's up, buddy? Have him open the portal for you. Okay. To then go defeat Morgan. Oh, and that would be your yeah, bubble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that really putrid? It's putrid. It's- yeah, sure. I don't know. Ask him, probably. I guess, like, it, the way you kill her could be considered putrid. Oh, I do it in, like, a, you know, a real gross way. Like a really gross, like a really gross way. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Spit on her. Yeah, like gross. Yeah, Nasty. It's putrid. That's vulgar. It is. Then. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah, I'll prove my putridity. <laughs> Why don't you open that bubble for me, bud? I don't have means to open the bubble. Hi. But this is an accepted challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Defeating the Morgan in a putrid way would, ins- would certainly make you the, the putrid. Man, more. Mar- how do we get in there? Yeah, how do we get in know, there? But then. I know that when I get in there and I'm, go- I'm going to be like, hey, Marge, let me defeat Morgan in a putrid <laughs> way. I don't think she's going to be gonna down with no. that. She's, yeah, but whatever. I'll give it a shot. If not, I'll just kill this Thran guy or this crap guy. I like Thran Cran. Could be Marge. Who knows? Isn't she already? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go back inside the bubble. (laughs) (laughs) Margarine, you have the tear now in your hand like like a flail almost. Uh, And you have uh, Morgan before you. Beyond Morgan is this gateway and around you is space. There's nowhere to go but that gateway. That appears to be true. When you look behind you, the walkway that you are on uh, just kind of dissolves into nothingness. There is a railing on each side of this of this walkway. Uh, there are s- steps. Uh, on, it's kind of arched. Uh, and there are steps on each side where it, it is not uh, even. So right now, Morgan is a little bit in front of you. She uh, has a broken jaw and is bleeding from her mouth. You can already see her eye swelling on that side of her face. Uh, yeah, her her previously hot visage uh, has been broken. <laughs> her evil hot. Her evil hotness <laughs> has been shattered. And uh, now uh, she's very, very angry. She's going to whip at you. Is she? Yes. Uh, but you are able to move out of the way. Oh. Uh, you don't feel any limitations in this space, any physical limitations other than your fatigue and um, lack of hit points, but um, <laughs> lack indeed. 
But when you dodge out of the way, you feel an agility that is in contrast to your fatigue. Really? Yes. It's almost as if you reacted without knowing it. There's There was a, a kind of instinctual movement to dodging out of this blow. Morgan again screams, uh, and she's going to whip at you again. Again, this same thing happens. You dive out of the way, this time uh, shifting to the opposite railing now uh, on your right, uh, Morgan's left. My dragon blood. My dragon blood is awaking. It's not my dragon blood. But Bardrin thinks it might be. <laughs> <laughs> you say that I could become a god and I've dragon blood and I could become a god. I, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And with my newfound agility and strong physical punching, uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm going to try to like get past Morgan. Okay. You're going, you're breaking for the door. I'm breaking for the only door I can see in this confusing space. Sure. And I have no care or regard for Morgan's life. So I'm going to, I'm going to barrel into her. Okay. Knowing that like this weight is going to, uh, w- between my like agility and the weight that I'm holding, this is going to turn me into a tiny fierce cannonball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like, you're going to go tackle her. Yeah. Gonna, like a spear. Yeah. The ribs. Yeah. 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 Quick attack. <laughs> I like how everybody made their own little reference. Uh, uh, okay, go ahead and roll. This is, we're going to call this an unarmed strike. Okay, oh, twenty-five. Oh God, jeez, hot Damn. dice today, guys. It was all right. Hot, yeah. <clears throat> hot dice. Hot dice. Yeah, you set your feet and uh, sprint towards Morgan, still reeling from the broken jaw and the frustration of having missed her whips. Uh, and you uh, lower your shoulder and just barrel into her hips. And and you do feel an extra kind of oomph to the hit. Uh, where What are you doing with the with the tear itself? Where are you putting it? Um, it's in my fist. Okay. I think yeah, I've got so it bold still... up. I've got, I've got the amu- like the fake amulet in my right fist and I've got the tear in my left. Okay. And you've got like the chain kind of wrapped around your hand or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. not dropping this thing. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, yeah, you barrel this around, you wrap up, you get a good, good solid tackle on Morgan and she drops to her back. You are now, um, on, on top of her, I suppose. Can I st- step on her face? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to, oh yeah, I'm going to step on her face, dude. You step on her face. Uh, you feel a, a little extra uh, crunch against the broken bones. Oh my God. Um, Damn. Oh my God. I'm sh- uh, <laughs> I Beth is shaking. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with this, but Marjorie has dragon blood. <laughs> uh, you, you do, you step on her face, you feel that crunch, you get, you push off uh, and start to stride towards the door. Like, that, like an anime intro. I'm uh, just... Running towards the light. Uh, and as you do, now the shot is uh, that we are looking at you running towards camera, uh, and you're just kind of encased in this glow, the glow coming from your left fist, and you, you take a few more strides, and as you get closer to this doorway, you see around it, there are uh, eight emblems on carved into this this uh, archway above the door and inside it is this vastness this indescribable vastness of of swirling colors and lights uh unlike anything you've ever seen you don't 
Marjorie does not have the words to describe what she's looking at. I don't I don't think she runs through it either. <laughs> I think she just gets up to it and is like really intimidated. You don't even get that far. Oh. Because after a couple steps, your ankles start to burn. Oh. What? And you're pulled back and you hit the ground and you smack your face against the ground. There is a lurch and you're yanked backwards towards Morgan, who is slowly getting back to her feet. And she is holding her whip in one hand and her jaw in the other. She's barely uh, standing upright. Uh, she's looking at you with absolute hatred. She somehow manages a, a chuckle of some kind that gurgles from, from inside of her, uh, spits some more blood out. Dragonspawn. <laughs> How foolish you think you are. You can't. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do in there? You idiot. <laughs> I thought I could do this without killing you myself, but I guess I can't. You leave me no choice. And she whips again. Oh, I, b- I brace? She crit. Oh. Oh, oh no. Uh-oh. Dude. And Marjorie. Mar- by the way, when she said that, when she said, like, what do you, what do you think? What do you, do you think that, like, who are you to do something like this? Like, Marjorie had flashes of, of a lifetime of being judged, a lifetime of being told that she's not special, not good enough, not able. It, it was hurt as hurt. And that's what you feel. That's what Marjorie's feeling and thinking about as in slow motion. The tip of Morgan's fire whip, with full force, is descending right towards Margaret's face. It's coming closer and closer to you, and you can see the flame slicing through the air. It's heading right this is it. for your nose. This is it. But it's a barrier that it makes contact with. And it bounces off. What? And you feel in your hand the amulet. The protective amulet. That's whole thing. The whole thing, the whole reason that Kerflipia gifted it to the heir of Earthadar so many years ago was to protect its wearer inside the cosmos. What? Mm. And here it is protecting you. Tears. Just just a waterfall of tears out of Marjorie's eyes in that moment. Morgan, seeing this, sure, she had just la- landed a killing blow. Uh, roars in, in frustration and anger, and she whips again. And again, bounces off this barrier. Marjorie stands up slowly. Try it again. (laughs) (laughs) And she does. She whips. And again, it bounces off. She takes a step closer to Morgan. Try it again. (laughs) And again, she whips. And it bounces off. You have no power here. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go back to Middleton. Like we're walking around. Justin spitting is putrid enough. I think it's kind of gross. Maybe Maybe if you like 
poop your Pooped pants. Pooped on her, yeah. And then like, beat. or you know how like when someone throws up, it makes you throw up? Like what if you oh, yeah. threw up and that made her throw up? Ooh, uh, you know, puke might yeah. be the nice middle ground between poop and spit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably best. Okay. All right. All right, okay. now we just gotta get inside this bubble. How do we get? How do we we'll get inside? We've been trying um, for like twenty minutes. I I got this dagger. I stab it with my dagger. <laughs> Which <laughs> dagger? The Marge dagger. He just sets off like a <laughs> nuclear <laughs> like, explosion. All of Middleton. All of Middleton becomes a crater. <laughs> Marge comes back. New characters for the three. <laughs> the last thing we talked about was pooping <laughs> yeah, and throwing up on. <laughs> When you stab into the bubble with, uh, with the knife of Gayla Doy, it does cut. Whoa! But when you, uh, when you move it, it fills back in. It, it, mm. it doesn't make a, a slit big enough to do anything about before it closes back up. Okay. Well, can Let you, you like, push this. your hand through? Exactly. I'm going to put my hand against the blade, and then with the blade just a little bit forward from the hand, puncture it, and then I put the blade through the bubble. That starts to work, but as you move the blade and where the blade isn't, the, the, the uh, space starts to close back up. And as it does, it does not feel good. Ow. Uh, you're going to go ahead and take <laughs> uh, six damage. Whoa. Does that do it? For f- no, no. You had like 12 or something. I had berries. Oh, yeah. And you had the berries. You were the only one who had a decent berry roll. Yeah. yeah good berry roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got the first handful off the bush. Uh, I guess I pull my hand out, but I still have the dagger. Um. Hey, what? That worked. Yeah, dude. What about uh? What the, about uh, uh? The boon dagger. Oh, the I was, boon. I grab the, the boon. boon and shove that in there. Yo, Thran and Cran, <laughs> use that boon on this bubble. <laughs> The boon. We will bring you the boon, Flack Dancing. Yeah. Uh, they bring it over. It's very, very large. Hey, you know what, buddy? This thing's a bit too big for me. Yeah? You want you want to stab this bubble for me? Yeah, uh, gladly. Thanks. Uh, still much too big for Fletch as well. This thing oh. is uh, about like eight, nine feet tall. Um, it's and, like it's and, like a caber toss. Well, I think Bowl. I think I can't, I can't lift it. I, my hand's a little hurt still from. <laughs> yeah, can you're the three of hand. us like hand. we're doing a like we're uh, holding like a log and you hit a door kind yeah. of? Yeah. Oh sure. Can we do yeah. that. Like a battering ram. Yes. Yeah. yeah, battering ram. I can think of <laughs> those two on the sides. Me at the the edge of the the hilt. Okay. Pushing. Uh, it. Yeah. You uh you you arrange yourselves uh, so happens. that you can you can um battering ram this. You you rear back. And you step forward and stab into the bubble, Martrin. Oh, shit! I'm in it! I'm in the game! That scared me so bad! (laughs) I saw it slow motion. I couldn't say anything. (laughs) You've stepped uh, up in defiance towards Morgan. Uh, You're now only a couple feet in front of her. Uh, She, even hunched over and broken, is still uh, taller than you. (laughs) So you're staring up at her face. She's looking down at you. She's bleeding from the mouth. I've got a galaxy behind me. You've got a galaxy behind you. Uh, And there is a large, deep bell tone that uh, resonates in in throughout here. And then you see in the space uh, off to, to your right... A slit open up, like just a sil- uh, just a, a a slit of light. <laughs> when that happens, Marjorie's in like a such a just almost falling asleep, 
but so confident, nothing can hurt me, thought she was going to die, now she's invincible, that she sees the slit open up and just raises her hand and like points her hand at it as if she did that. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is my power now. For the first time, uh, you see a different emotion in Morgan's eyes. You don't see anger. You see panic as though something, she, she doesn't know what's going on either. Something is not going according to plan beyond just the defiance of a foe. She had planned on, you know, having to fight someone and kill them. She did not plan on this. And she looks from you and she looks at the slit and she looks back at you and she tries to to fight you again. She coils her whip around her hand, her, her hand that isn't holding her jaw together, um, now creating a fiery fist. And she reaches back and she tries to punch you. And this reacts a little bit different, differently from the, the whip hits. This makes contact. You feel it. Oh. You feel the burn of this fire fist as well as the forceful impact. And, and you feel all of the pain that's associated with it. And you, you feel all of it. I'm going to stagger from that just because I wasn't, I didn't think it would hit. Yeah. I wasn't ready for it. After you stagger, though. It doesn't, you're fine. You're, you're almost healed back to where you were. It's like this happened and then like time rewound, but it didn't. Right. But that's what it kind of seems like. Like your, like your, like your hair and your, your skin and stuff that was burned by this contact slowly returns to normal as the, the, the amulet brightens and glows intense again. And Morgan, again, frustrated, now panicking, starts to look around. She tries to just kind of keep hitting you and keep hitting you, just, just to try to do something. She's trying to pry the, the tear from your hand. No. But she can't even, almost like there's a layer of something that's preventing her from even getting close to your, 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 your fist. Uh, back in Middleton, you guys come back and ground this thing one more time. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You do. And there is now inside the bubble, margarine through the flames and and, and the the tears. The pummeling. And the pummeling and the yells. uh, You see the tip of the storm giant's dagger stab through into this. (laughs) This is a foreign object as far as margarine's (laughs) concerned. Yep. Uh. Yep. This is just a big, huge, giant sword point (laughs) that comes through. But it can't hurt me, so come at me, sword tip. (laughs) Marge, I'm out of my mind, dude. (laughs) (laughs) The space. The starry uh, net around you uh, that you have been inside of for the last couple minutes, once this thing is pierced, starts to to pixelate and dissolve. Even though you're still on this archway, you're still on this bridge, the uh, doorway is still behind you, space is still there, although it's starting to come apart. Morgan is hitting you, she's bleeding on you, she's, she's fuming and she's, she's spitting as she's screaming at you and she's cursing you and she's doing, she's just trying to do something to break through this barrier. She, she's trying to get into, into the tear. She's, she's just desperate and, and, and her, her yells almost become sobs. Uh, and a snowflake starts falling. Oh. And you can see as you look up into her face, 
snow land in her blonde hair, and the canopy around you disappears, and you're back on the ground in Middleton, with everybody around you, and your friends, holding this giant (laughs) knife like a battering ram, (laughs) and a bunch of bug creatures, and Thran and Cran, and the townsfolk, and everybody kind of looking at you Almost expectingly, there's a hushed silence as the soft snow falls, and the only sounds are the deflections of, uh, of Morgan's blows hitting against this barrier, uh, and her scream sobs. What do you do? We did it! <laughs> We broke the bubble. Margarine. I was, I was like, for once, I'm not going to ruin a dramatic moment with the joke. I'm going to wait for Marge to do something. She looked at us. She looked at us. And I, so I was like, okay, I guess we'll say something. <laughs> um. So wait, we see uh, Morgan just like whipping ineffectually. She's, she's, at got, her, she's got her, her whip. Do I just rep. punch her? Uh, wait, we still have this sword. Yeah. Can oh my we just God! Can we just She doesn't it? see us. She's no. distracted. Yeah, let's just run as fast as we can with it. Three of you roll attack roll. Attack roll. Like, yeah. Marjorie like is not in her right mind right now to like say attack her. Yeah. Do this. Do that. I'm I'm out of my mind. <laughs> How do I just roll like an attack? Yeah. Uh, yeah roll roll a twenty and add your strength modifier. Okay. Let's just call it that. You're just trying. This is er. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this just is, make it do a strength roll? Yeah, just do a strength roll. Oh, plus zero for my strength roll. <laughs> eight. No. 17. Oh, yeah, eight. 15. 17 and 15 might help that eight enough okay. uh, to, to, yeah, just run up behind Morgan. <laughs> Margarine. Yeah? Oh, boy. Hmm? This is so gross. Uh-oh. The point of the dagger just explodes out of her chest. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you're just covered in blood. Oh, God. Oh. Covered in everything, dude. You're covered in everything. Cheese, yeah. blood. Cheese and... Dragon blood. Good you know. thing Flag didn't poop everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just fists at my side. Like looking at this this wretched woman, wretched woman, and I'm feeling bad for her, and also not. She she deserves this. Oh, she's bad though, dude. She deserves this. Yeah, yeah. She's and Marjorie just just dead eye stares at it. She kind of gurgles, and she brings a hand up, and. Barely moving, moving in that in that horrible jerky way that dying things move. She keeps trying to open your fist. I'm now just kind of ineffectually swatting. I'm gonna let her take it. I in just like a a a momentary decision watching this woman, the light of her life leaving her eyes. She's reaching toward. You open your hand and she, she takes it. 
you see her eyes change, her red eyes, the same red eyes that Yanathan has. She takes it, but it's, it's too heavy. And it causes her to slide back down the blade. Oh. Oh, gross. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Oops. <laughs> Cutting her more and more. Oh, man. Until she collapses back. Moving no more against the hill where you guys are. Uh, He's getting closer. (laughs) There's a gasp. I guess spit on her. Flax, spit on her or something. That seems disrespectful, so I'm just... Maybe I don't want to be the putrid. Okay, all right. (laughs) (laughs) We found his mom. That's it. <laughs> Gressel, this feels like in Spy when she's like, no, not on the body. And she actually she throws up all over that dead guy's body. Yeah, yeah. That's how this moment feels. And the tear falls to the ground next to her. We did it. <laughs> I have... Marjorie collapses. <laughs> fucking collapse. You know how like an ant can't perceive of the things around it? Yeah. That's how she feels. She feels so, so significant and so insignificant at the same time. Like like 100% of every emotion has been experienced in the last three minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, where I, did you even go? Flack runs to Marjorie's side. And grab some berries off the uh, from the plant and and feeds them to Marjorie. We were having these a little bit ago. They're really good. Oh, just mash them into just, her mouth. Uh, like old lady feeds Either. through yeah. a straw. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. Uh, flag roll a d eight. It'll be okay, Marge. It'll be okay. We killed the red lady. Five. You are healed for five. You grab five berries from the bush. Someone get this woman a blanket or a cloth or something to clean herself up. Clothe the hero! <laughs> yes! Yeah! Uh, Jacques the cheese man comes over. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, and throws a cloak around you, Marjorie. Is she... Is she dead? Yep. Uh, you look back over at the motionless body of Morgan impaled upon the storm giant's dagger hanging c- limp and and seemingly lifeless. I guess I go check her pulse. <laughs> you know what? Roll medicine. <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> do you do like scuttle in the little mermaid where you put her foot up to your face and you can't hear anything? <laughs> do you proclaim her alive? Like what is in that one? Uh, no, her, uh, you go up to try to get her, her pulse, but her broken jaw, uh, detaches. Oh, oh I jump back. I jump back. No, I think oh, she's, no. he's going to be the future now. I think she's dead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, she's got to be dead. She looks pretty She's falling apart. Here. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I'm fucking out. I can't do anything. <laughs> Let's 
party, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. I love you how just, weird we all feel. It just is so weird. It would have been different if she died like a very magical, sparkly death. <laughs> but this no, was, it was just kind of sad. This was yeah. just like, ooh, gross. Gro- like she she was learned she had no power and then got stabbed from behind and then was given the thing that she wanted and it, and it killed her. <laughs> and killed her. Well, that's what happens. <laughs> you know, like, walk around, find Sam, out. Sam is standing next to the body. Well, that's what happens. This is what happens. <laughs> Oh, I think Marjorie's gonna like slowly get up and stagger toward uh toward the the tear. Mm-hmm. Which I suppose would be like dangling out of her limp yeah, arm. Yeah, she's she's got the the uh the chain has kind of uh hooked, hooked on, on her finger. fingers, yeah, with you know, blood dripping down her arm and everything. I I'm gonna take it back effortlessly. Yep. You do. Put it around my neck. Tuck it in between my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and we never saw it again. <laughs> and yeah, I walk to the inn, I guess. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool when all our characters are going to need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to start walking towards, towards our room at the inn. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of Middleton, um, uh, Marjorie is a little bit tired after beating the evil Morgan, but uh, you know, doesn't mean the rest of you can't have a good time tonight, alright? Let's not let this uh, negatively impact the celebrations that are going on. Let, let's hear it for Marjorie! Just wide-eyed. Just slowly. <laughs> shuffling towards bed. <clears throat> the town takes up the, the team's uh, cheers and, and applause. Uh, and it echoes throughout uh, the, the town square as Marjorie makes her way towards the melting pot in staggering uh, one slow labored step at a time. The bug creatures, the former uh, denizens of, of, uh, of Toj the Putrid, uh, kind of don't really know what to do. They look to Thran and Cran for guidance. Thran and Cran, in turn, look to the town. Uh, the town looks to Jacques, the cheese man. <laughs> And Jacques, looks, and Jacques looks to us. Yeah, Jacques goes over to his cart uh, that he had wheeled in from uh, from his dairy farm, uh, and he whips op- over uh, open the flap, uh, and he takes out a a large, large wheel that is that is almost too large for him to carry, uh, and he pushes it out of the cart. He says. Winter festival, let's do it! Uh, and everybody starts cheering, bug creatures and and townsfolk alike. Yeah, yeah. Right. What's on this cart? Cheese. cheese. Uh, I so grab some cheese. and I hand it to Craft. Uh, Craft, still charmed, <clears throat> takes it gratefully from you, uh, and he tries to eat it. Uh, but these these creatures do not like cheese. Oh, you know, and he reacts poorly. Pretty putrid, huh? Oh. This is the most putrid substance I think I've ever experienced. What, what horrible creaminess. What awful, <laughs> awful, awful, briny, salty taste. Are they going to proclaim the cheese as their next lead? <laughs> oh my god, yes! Do it. Who created such horrible <laughs> substance? <laughs> oh no. Shock the cheese man. <laughs> Sips <laughs> Warden said, "This is my cheese. I'm I'm Jacques the Cheese Man. Jacques Jacques Cheeseman. 
<laughs> actually is my name. <laughs> and they do. They flag pants and you kind of missed your shot with that. You stabbed her. It's and with help too. It's not the most putrid. But this, this horrible thing. Oh, it's so it's so gross and, and would be delicious on crackers. <laughs> Dude, yeah, flag you whipped him. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? That's fine. I'm I'm meant to be a super mayor. I feel like putrid would be a step down. <laughs> but yeah. Jacques the putrid cheese man. <laughs> Jacques the putrid cheese man is now uh yeah. I, they all they all kind of bow before Jacques the Cheeseman. I'm just imagining Jacques from Nailed It. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. 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 No, that's accurate. <laughs> so what's his title now? He's Jacques the Putrid Cheese Man. Gonna have a hard time marketing that. Yeah. <laughs> this he's the stinky cheese man. Yeah, he is the stinky <laughs> cheese man. <laughs> uh and they start to celebrate. Meanwhile, Marjorie, you me- reach the door of the melting pot and you push uh, it open. There's nobody inside. Everybody's in the square trying to see what's going on uh, outside. So push the door open and some snow blows in. And there's a fire burning in the fireplace, a big fireplace in the, in the Grand Hall Tavern area of the inn. That scent hits your nose. It's this warm, comforting, inviting scent of... Yeah. Something cooking and and the and the, the 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 fire, the smoke of the of the of the roasting fire, old sense of ale and and things, all the tavern smells that you're so familiar with. What do you do? Do you head up? Do you I, just no, get, find fire. a seat? Get yeah. to the fire. I think it, there'd probably be a chair near the fire, sure, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, old alpine type. Yeah, very very well crafted. I I think I'm gonna settle down in in a plush chair near the just and just stare into the fire. You do. You do that. You go over to the fire. You pull up a chair and you look into the fire. And because it's like you said, it's warm. It's comforting. There's familiar smells. I didn't realize how cold it was outside until mm-hmm. now. Yeah, for sure. You start. Everything's kind of catching up with you. Yeah. Yeah. You're feeling everything that you had previous adrenaline had kind of pushed down from yeah. you previously yeah just focusing on the crackling trying to trying to center my mind trying not i'm oh i'm really trying I, i'm i'm trying me beth to like put my mind into where marjorie is right now and everything that's happened to her because like from being captured in the mountain mm-hmm. and seeing seeing the dragon mm-hmm being a, a tortured mm-hmm. working so hard to free the dragon and then working so hard to uh further free the dragon and every single time we tried we would fail something else would come back up and she's been alone she's felt so alone this whole time and the team fortunately the whole team has been there but not really in her eyeline like zabbis is the only one that she's pretty much seen since going blind trying to help this dragon. Um, and so she has felt all adrenaline, all alone. It has worked. She has become a dragon, and then she wasn't. And then she had hope for what her future would hold, and then she was captured, and she was told that that future is worthless. And then she was protected by something that she feels believes in her, that matters. And then she saw the death of this, of this wretched villainous person and is like 
it, she is a character who cares. And so it is, it is uncomfortable to not care about the horrible death of this woman. And so she's reckoning with those feelings. And she's so tired. She was a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Lord. <laughs> all that is catching up with Marge and all that is going through her head. She's looking into this fire. She met the moon? <laughs> she met the moon. Moonlight coming in through the windows. Soft snow falling. And I, and I just put my hand to my heart and grip the tear and I think she falls asleep. Checks out. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Just passes right out. Uh, the rest of you make your way over to the inn, weaving your way through the, the celebrating crowd. Thran and Cran have directed some of the, uh, of the other bug creatures to deal with Morgan. That's good. Are they just melting her with acid? well they don't want to hurt the boon oh well right i don't know if it can be hurt so they kind of slide her off of it (laughs) (laughs) um and and lay her down uh her body down they take the boon they take the dagger the storm giant's dagger and they replace or they place it on the scales in place of the weight of middleton now the boon the boon on the scales scales is, is something you know, immensely heavy to to take up the mantle of the weight now that they don't have it. It's put up there uh, in a place of prominence as you guys are making your way over to the inn. When you do that, and you enter in that same way, you know, through that same door that, that, Marjorie, uh, that Marjorie came through, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you open the same door Marjorie just came through, you come into the inn, and you find her there asleep by the fire in this chair that's way too big for her, curled up, Covered in blood and goo that's starting to, to congeal and, and just the, the ravages of the, of the fight that you guys have just been through. So evident on this person. So she, Morgan's, like, jaw was falling off. Yeah, what the fuck did what Archer did do? she do? I, I don't know, that was kind of gross. That was a horrific scene. And we made it even worse, but we killed her. We did but what needed to be done. We did, but yeah, is Marjorie that strong? Like I know she's strong, but she punched her jaw off. Evidently, yeah. You know, we don't right. have to think about all this right now. I'm so tired. I know you're all tired. We fucked up. We should have taken like a nap or something <laughs> before yeah. all of this, and we didn't. But now maybe we can all take a nice nap together. Yeah. Hey. Let's uh let's grab Marjorie and we'll bring her up to the room. Hey, uh, I slowly approach Marjorie. Hey, Marjorie? She's dead to the world. Uh, I know you might not be in the mood or state of mind to talk right now, so we don't have to do any talking. We don't have to do any goofing around. Uh would you wanna just come up? To the room and, you know, just for old time's sake, we could just have a little cuddle party and uh, rest our weary bones. I think she's asleep. I think she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, wa- I want Marjorie's arm to just come up a little bit, but it's going to like weirdly look like Morgan's did. 
Like, yeah, take me. Fletch, are you going to try to lift margarine? Yeah. I'm not thinking about it. Uh, you do. No. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. You lift her up, you gather her up in her in your arms after she has that little moment with Flack. And the four of you head up to the room in the inn, and you take a well-deserved rest. So everybody's got full health and spell <laughs> yeah! supplements. Doing that right now. <laughs> I can take my heart out of my throat. I, w- I will say the mac and cheese smell is really putting me in. In Middleton. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait. Mac and oh, cheese. Oh, I'm very hungry. Oh my god. Got ribs and chicken too. Uh, you wake up in the morning. Snow is falling on Middleton. Uh, it's. Late afternoon, you guys slept for a long yep. time. Yep. Okay, hold on a second. What? Don't tell me that we just took a long, long rest, and we're about to fight her brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the yeah, shows up. Oh, and he is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we took a nap <laughs> or rest. Apparently, there are no immediate threats. You weren't woken up in the night with anything burning down. You weren't. Uh, startled awake by any townsfolk needing immediate aid, you came to you. You awoke naturally. Um, probably, I would imagine Fletch first. Um, well, if that's because everyone else is dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, yep. <laughs> uh, and and you, yeah, you awoke naturally, Marjorie, the last to 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 rouse back to consciousness uh, after a deep, deep, deep sleep. You uh, you wake up, everybody's still very sore from the last couple days, really. Yeah. There was a time loss. You guys have been uh, through the ringer, but it's a new day. And uh, the sun is, is, uh, is in the sky. The moon is in the sky. Wow. The moon? Oh, I guess you can see it during the day. Sure, it's winter, you know, there's, there's a, it's like when you get that little bit of moon in, in, in the afternoon in wintertime, mm-hmm. uh, and you can see it there, and, and uh, through the window, uh, the, the frosty window, uh, no one comes to bother you, uh, there's still some partying going on in the street, uh, Middleton, they love a good time. Great venue. Jeez, yeah, great. Great venue. venue. Someone can die, and they'll just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> The town will die. Most of the guys, they still party. <laughs> on their bones. Yeah, on their bones. Take a deep breath. Smell that winter crisp air. Margarine? I want a snowball. <laughs> <laughs> you could go. You could go ahead. Uh, Zabbis runs out. <laughs> yeah, I just am running, and I'm... there's some like kids, and you just pelt them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, it's like Billy Madison. I'm like taking it so seriously. <laughs> just because your kids doesn't mean I'm gonna treat you any different in a snowball fight. How are you feeling, Marjorie? Uh, you want to talk about it, or do you want to not talk? I. I think it's a little bit too soon. All right. Let's get your I, belly full. Well, the first thing I think I want is a hot bath. Okay. 
Uh, you call for some uh, a bath, and it's brought f- to you to the room. Big tub, hot oh. water. Fletch, thanks for helping, but I, I think I'd like to be alone for a little bit. Yeah, I get that. There was a little bit of an awkward pause uh, when we just had that conversation. So I will. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fletch goes and joins the snowball fight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, you're here. I'm like, <laughs> my top's off. Yeah. <laughs> I, do you want to talk? Uh, you saw, you did some messed up stuff from what we saw. <laughs> and I oh. know that you're probably thinking of it as messed up stuff. But as someone else who's done messed up stuff, I feel like the messed up stuff you did was way more purposeful than a lot of the messed up stuff I've done. So, like, I don't think you should feel too bad or messed up from it. That's all I got. I'm sorry. I'm bad at this. <laughs> and then Flag runs and joins the snowball <laughs> And then immediately hits a kid in the face. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. a kid. Oh, oh, like, packs a small rock <laughs> yeah. in a snowball. <laughs> <laughs> and, Mar- like, Marjorie hears that, I think. I think that <laughs> matters to her, what you said. Aww. And she thinks, like, she puts one foot and then the other foot in the bath and lowers herself down. And she... And, and she washes herself. She washes away the remnants of yesterday. Uh, you do that. You, you take your time with it. Not only because it's quite the job, if- but because... You're, you know, taking some, an important moment of contemplation as you do. And as you, as you bathe, Flack and Fletch and Zabbis have this fun afternoon with the town. Duran and Cran are, are organizing things with Jacques and, and some of the other uh, more prominent members of the town to, to kind of reestablish how things work now that the bug creatures are, are friendly. And you've brokered peace between the people? Um, somehow. <laughs> So they're having this kind of summit while uh, the rest of the town starts to go about their business, preparing for some sort of uh, what appears to be a kind of midwinter thing, you know, a very Yuletide kind of vibes uh, in what they're prepping for in town. Eventually, uh, some time passes, the the kids have to go home for dinner or whatever, and you guys uh, return to the room, Marjorie, uh, having finished her, her, her bath. I like a hot hot cup of something looking yeah. out the window. Mm-hmm. Cocoa? Observing. I'm drinking cocoa, Gressel. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like a like a cheese drink. I don't know what they do. <laughs> sweet cheese a drink. sweet cheese uh. drink. <laughs> oh, I guess those are, there are those like cheese, like cheese teas. Yeah, I think sure. that looks Ew. Yeah, real weird. It does not. Well, whatever it is, it's comforting. It is comforting, yes, indeed. And, and, uh, and the team comes and joins you. Your business in Middleton at least the business that you came for is concluded. What do you do? Marge, if you're feeling okay, uh, I think everything here is all fixed. Thanks once again to us because we're pretty cool. So uh, if, if everyone's feeling down for it, I'd say we uh, take a page out of our good old friend Juno's book and go find a boy. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, we can go find a boy. I forgot we can't just stay here. <laughs> I thought you were going to say go home to our house. We got a boy to find, friend. <sighs> well, my legs still work. So point the way and I'll start walking. Well, all right. That's what it is. We're finding a boy. I go get that boy. Where do you think he is? D&D and D is a More Park Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D and D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sagan.